Hey guys, I'm Shay, a three-winged two on the Enneagram that finds her home in Atlanta, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to create an ongoing conversation about the tensions of following Jesus in today's culture. Join me and many others as we have conversations that challenge and inspire us to follow Jesus in our day and age. This is Just Shayin'. All right, Let's get cool. This done. Hey guys, um, welcome oh, to this episode. No, what, no, no. what do you want you me guys to say? A little bit more up. Okay, you do it. What's the, what's just up? Shayin. Just Shayin. Hey, this is Will and Shay on Just Shayin 94.5 WBCN. No, let's do <laughs> it over again. That was the old rock station. I oh, okay. Well, at least you didn't go like K Love the Fish. Four one. 104.1 WBCN. Boom. I was 96.9 The Beat because I listened to rap music. So Ugh, was, You did? Hey, don't judge me. This is not a place of judgment. I can totally judge you. This, that's You've what been our judging me about, like the man. whole 30 minutes we've been trying to I've just speak. been athi- asking about your ethnic background. <laughs> and are you proud of it? <laughs> Shay, don't put, don't put lies um, in the wonderful viewers' hearts. There's no lies. I'm an open book. Me too. I'm a truther. I'm a truther and lover. <laughs> I don't know. I was that trying to be too. sense. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, this is just shame, but why does it say that on the wall? Um, it says green room because we're in Will's studio for his. Do you guys hear that train? No. Anyway, we're here in Redding, California, and we're at the Iris Global Studio where they do their podcast with Will Hart. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you? I love just Shan. This is my second time on. It's true. We did it. one in Greenville. We did. Yeah. Yeah. At a conference that we did. Yep. So thanks for coming back on. Thank you for having me in my studio on your podcast. Yeah. So about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. It is cool. Isn't it nice? Do you like it? It's really nice in here. Uh, it's the green room that's really white. And I, I have like no it. control over anything here. It's so all Matt. Everything gets told to me what to do and how to do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Okay. Right? Is that accurate? Matt nodded his head off camera. He said. We did make this table, though. You uh, and your I, dad? I did. Well, Murr made the bottom. I made Murr. the top. With Sean. And some other people, but insignificant. You know, whatever. Yeah. Anyways. You could park a truck on here. This thing's like. Do you want to get up on it? Right this second? You can. Or, I mean. I do it know. all the time. <laughs> Go for it. See? <laughs> you like that? Yeah, why don't you do a little jig? Hey! Uh-oh. Okay, I'm going to eat now before Matt yells at me. Because he's, he's definitely going to yell. <laughs> your, your phone's getting thrown and everything. Like, How are you, Shay? Good I'm to see good. you. I'm good. It's good. Yeah. So I'm going to interview you, even though you're used to... Okay, I'm going to try to calm down. No, I like it. It's cool. Okay. I like it. No need to calm down. I don't like these seats. They seem a little low. I, I feel, feel like very... I do feel like yeah. I need to be higher. Yeah. But it's okay. We just don't have money. So with that said, we're going to fundraise real quick for the green room. <laughs> green room? Make it rain. Make it rain green. <laughs> That's horrible. That is horrible. I'm sorry. Let's talk about your uh, ethnic not, background. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's not. I'm going to stop. I will answer any questions. Wow. Okay. So I'm like that. Okay. <laughs> You're very much never at a loss for words. Why are you I'm here? I'm not. Because I'm like, wait, what are you we doing? You had a long night last night. We don't need to talk okay, about I'm my not, night. I just said you had a long night. It's true. I did. Yes. But I came home pretty early, relatively. I don't know. 
I don't know what the youths are doing these days or what they count as early anymore. I was in bed at like 7.20. Lies. It was lies. <laughs> lies, because you and Moosey called me. Well, we were called you in bed. Okay, well, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for coming back, Clyde. <laughs> You're welcome. I was trying to move the ship. Move it, Move the ship. Um, I wanted to, so basically on this podcast, we're, I'm bringing people on that can speak to and towards the what does it look like to follow Jesus in the 21st century in comparison to what we read in the Bible. Okay. But subjects that I would love for you to hit, because I know they're like your jam. Yep. Missions, obedience, suffering, surrender. You know, all the beautiful... Missions, (laughs) obedience, suffering, surrender. Okay. Big topics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever, whatever we can go in, in whatever sure. direction. But I think it's just it's awesome because I'm getting amazing feedback for like what I think it's one thing to read your Bible. It's another thing to be like, what does that look like in this day and age? Yeah. Obviously, there's principles. There's so many things to glean from it. But what just culturally, I guess, where we are now, like, what yeah. do you feel like? is a big component that we're missing, maybe, from in our day and age versus what we read about. Does that make sense? Not at all. Not at all. No, I love, I think I, so what I feel like you're trying to ask <laughs> Look me at is, your like, so what you're saying is. No, it's, I've been through a lot of counseling, and so, uh, like, marriage counseling. <laughs> this is what I hear you like, saying. So what I feel, yeah. This is what, what I, I hear feel, you saying. What I think I feel you're trying to say is. Uh, how do we balance what we read in the in the Bible with living in this sure. 21st century? Yeah, because yeah. well, I'll, I'll give an example. So, like, I had someone on. They shared about um, basically how in the back then when we read, it's like, oh wow, like Jesus was like was not ashamed to hang out with sinners, ashamed to hang out with prostitutes. Right. right. But culturally now, like, who is that toggle like? people that yeah. were like, ooh. Yeah. And how do we, as as the body of Christ, saying that we are believers, how do we, instead of running away from mm-hmm. the, I don't know, I don't have the answers, but still embracing culture and saying, yeah. no, like, we're still called to love, regardless yeah. if we don't have answers or not. Yeah. That's a great, you just answered it. Well. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Here I am go. my own podcast. No, so uh, let me preface everything I'm about to say is this sure. is not my forte. Like tw- Jesus totally. in the 21st century it, and like how to be culturally relevant and all that stuff. Like I am pretty much like I will say that is not my strong suit. Well, I don't even know if it's relevance that I'm looking for. Okay. More so just like where do you feel like we culturally could grow? Okay. I'm going to give you a little bit of a cop out. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Sure. The word is the same regardless of what year it is or what's popular or unpopular in, sure. in uh, you know culture. Uh, the word does not change. So in everything I'm about to say, um, what Jesus showed us was perfect. And, mm-hmm. and the way that it played out, that same story has been told for the last... Uh, 2019 years and and is and is equally relevant as the day that it totally. happened as it is now. Okay, <clears throat> so the word the word does not change. Agreed. The way we bring it to people, uh, method actually really doesn't change. I would say. Now there's styles, there's tactics, there's things that people sure. do. We have the internet now. They didn't back then. There's there's different um, there's different ways that we bring forth the gospel. But at the end of the day, the message is the same. The core totally. is the same. The Holy Spirit is working equally the same 
from the beginning uh, up until right. right at this moment. So I'm actually not as much as interested in cultural relevance as, as I probably should be. I probably should think about this a little bit more. Uh, so my stance is nothing's, nothing changes. We meet him where he's at, where people are at. Because the same garbage is going on today as there was oh, in totally. Jesus' time. So we meet people where they're at in that. All that being said, um, <laughs> the times have changed. And there are people that were pushed outside of the church um, 2,000 years ago, or 2019 years ago, that, that, are, that are still being pushed out. So I'd say the modern day, whether it was the prostitute or the tax collector, the tax collector, I think, is a great, uh, is a great right. um, option. You know, nobody goes and hangs. Like the IRS, people are like, they are the worst, but nobody's like... They're, <laughs> nobody's they're, like, yeah, who's no. ministering to the IRS? You know, but like, of course, there's... there's who I, will go? I would say anyone that is, that is pushed on the outside <clears throat> that is called sinner that the church looks at as sinner, the church looks at as untouchable. Those right. are the ones that Jesus actually went and sat with and spent time with. So fill in the blank. There's a yeah. lot of things you could fill that in in this day and age. Totally. And I think I guess it's more so like where, I don't know, I guess it's those, it's both the mores, right? Like I just did an interview this morning and it was about kind of, we talked about like emotional healing and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like there's this beautiful place for that, but it's not everything. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it, and that's finding that balance and, People are on their journeys like, oh, like I got to figure this out, you know, and it's like the beautiful balance. But I guess like what is it? I don't know. Where do you feel like it? I don't know. I keep saying missing it, which sounds horrible, but I guess it's like we like you take prosperity gospel. God wants us to be prosperous. But there's the other side of that coin where prosperity isn't just how much money's in your bank account. Yeah, not at all. It's not even close to that. No. Right? It's an aspect of it, but it's it's not what Jesus emphasized. Right. And so I guess my question, I don't even know if it's a question, rather, mm-hmm. just a conversation. Go for it. I'm just, here, girl. Yeah, Talk to me. just a conversation of it. like, I mean, I know with us at Iris Global, one of our core values is we suffer when needed. When necessary. Oh, when necessary. Yeah. Sorry. I, I said that and I was like, wait, <laughs> no, that's wrong. potato. It's good. You know. We suffer when necessary. Yeah. So if, if we will lay our lives down for the sake of others, if that's what is needed in that scenario, we will not... We will not um, elevate our own lives over somebody else, right? And I think there's or our comfort that that's the other to thing. Reach the poor, the sick, the right? And I think I love talking to you about those subjects because I think you bring a healthy perspective. Obviously, it's part of our core values, yeah. and it is what we live as a as an organization. Yep, it is our heart. Mm-hmm. Our community is like. And it's very unpopular. <clears throat> um, which, I think that's why I want to talk about it. It's yeah. sad that it's unpopular. Yeah. Yes. But which for, is why I want to talk to you about that, well, basically. I mean, okay, so you have human nature that's like self-preservation, right? That's just human nature, right? Right. My desires, my goals, my needs are more important than, then, than, than others. Okay, so the Bible makes that very clear that they're not. Okay. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> like the, I like where you're just like, the, pop, the Bible does the Bible makes in, it clear. in many, many Bye. ways. Now, now at the same time, where sure. the pendulum swung the other way, it was like, people were like, woe is me, I'm the worst. You know, no, Jesus came and he gave his life for, for us. That. There is sure. value on that. But but we receive that value. We receive that blessing, right? That, that in, intrinsic value from Christ. And right. now that we have that, what do you do with it? And if you and if you keep it for yourself, if you protect yourself, if you don't go and release that and give that away to the same place that Jesus did, the poor, the sick, the needy, the broken, the underserved, then you miss the point of one of the major points of receiving it. Right. 
So we have to do that, and we have to put ourselves in situations where we fully trust him to provide, and, and we trust him going, my life is not my own. It is entirely yours. Here I am, Lord. Take my life as you see it. Now, don't be stupid, right? A lot of people do that. Where they're well, like, yeah. Where they just kind of go, oh, I'm just, you know, Jesus, you know, you hear that Jesus take the wheel. It's like, you know, let go. No, like, hold on to the wheel. Let him guide you. Listen. But, but don't be protecting your own life. I, so there was a thing that I kept on hearing a lot because I spoke at a lot of mission schools and I've spoke I've spoken right. I've been a speaker in this How movement long? now for I mean, a long time. Oh man, like solid fifteen years. I've been saved twenty years, but I've been in ministry. I say twenty years, but like I've been a speaker solid, like solid ten years, a little less solid fifteen years, and yeah. Um, but I saw there was a lot of like. And, I, and, I, and I'm not knocking it, but a lot of like, oh, what's my gift? What's my calling? What's my thing? What's God telling me to do? I'm hearing him say this to me, which is all really beautiful and good, unless, unless uh, it ends up going outside of the four walls of the church. So what I tell people is when you find yourself saying me, mine, more than, than you say his, uh, theirs, right. it becomes a self-centered gospel. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people say, well, I'm learning, I'm growing in this so that I can get, but but I, I saw a culture that was learning for themselves, so they become more spiritually powerful or spiritually um, I don't know, awakened. I don't I don't know what the word is, but sure. you know, they're they're trying to go after all God for themselves and they forget freely receive, now freely give. Give. And or they're like, Oh, well, <clears throat> when I get to a certain point point, then I'm gonna give it. Or like when I when I reach this certain level, then I'm gonna do it. And that that's really scary. And so I really tried to do my best to dedicate, I don't know, the last season of my life to, you know, what you've received now, give it away. And, and once you, if you make the gospel just about yourself, you really miss You miss the whole gospel. <laughs> like you missed the did. point already. So, so I, what I would encourage people, like, if you find yourself saying me, mine, my callings, my giftings, my anointing, like... That's not really the point of why Jesus gave his life. It is something that we get freely sure. received by his grace, but we receive to give away. Right. What I love about your story is that... I feel like I'm rambling. It's okay. Ramble okay. On, onward. Okay. Um, what I love about your story is that when you got saved, like, mm-hmm. it was like right then, it was like, get up yeah. and start ministering. Yeah. It wasn't like, okay, now go to Bible school. Now go figure this out. Go yeah. do this. Go do that. It was yeah. like... Okay, you got it. Get up and go. It was Shay. It was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And and, but it's like like, it's like almost contrary to what we think it is. Yeah, and and I and which I love. Like I love that it's that. I love that that's your story. Where it was like you had your encounter, and then it was like get up. Yeah, and so, go after. So for it. those of you who don't know my story, sure, radically saved, filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, I fall out in the power of the Holy Spirit. Give my life to the Lord. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, he's calling me, he's speaking to me, uh, you know, I'm giving everything I have to him on the floor. And I feel that, you know, within 10, 15 minutes later, I feel this pain in my side. I, you know, this bang, bang, Bob. bang. And it was Bob, the minister mm-hmm. kicking me with his foot. Not, when I say kick, it wasn't like kick, you know, but like <laughs> nudging me hard with his foot. <laughs> I told that story. It's like, that's not good. He shouldn't kick you. And I was like, whatever. Like, like really? Yeah. But anyway, so he's nudging me with his foot. And I look up, and I'm on the floor. I was saved all 50 minutes, and I was the worst in the church that night. There was only like 60 people there, but like I was drugs, pornography, I mean, yeah. like 
I was about as far away. I loved darkness. I pursued darkness. I'm on the floor giving my life to Jesus, encountering radical love, and bang, bang, bang. This pain in my side, I look up, it was Bob's orthopedic Velcro sneaker <laughs> in my rib cage, he kicked me, and, and he said, boy, get up, get up off the ground. Uh, and he, well, he actually said, what are you doing on the ground? Like, he was from New England, so he's like, what are you doing on the ground, kid? And I didn't understand what to do, right? Because mm -hmm. I don't, you know, you don't, you're not, I didn't walk into the church prepared. And, I, and why would you be asking me, what am I doing on the ground? Like, I came into this church, you prayed for me, I fell out, now I'm hearing God's voice, I'm like encountering love. What? what do you mean, what am I doing? And he says, get up, it's time to go to work. And those words changed my life. Um, it, it was an encounter with radical love, it was a baptism of fire in the Holy Spirit, and immediately a release to go and do the thing that I was just saved out of, to give it away. Right. And so he marches me over to a person, I reach out my hands, I lay my hands on somebody, they... God just falls on them. Boom. God falls on me, falls on them. Thump, thump. I'm on the ground again. They're on the ground again. I'm rolling around, and I'm witnessing God using me, right? It wasn't just a theory. It wasn't just like, oh, he's going to use you someday. Like, it was that night I watched right. the power of the Holy Spirit move mm. through my hands, and that short-circuited short every, you know, circuit in my brain that was said, wait, just rest, yep. figure it out. No, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm saved, I'm set free, and, and now I want to give it away. And, and I've lived my life that way from that moment, it changed, like, ever since that point, ever since that moment. And I love it because it's like, I mean, truthfully, like, when we see him call the disciples, it wasn't like, okay, go get all your stuff together, come back. No, no it was like, go then no. now, follow me now. Yes. It wasn't like, go yeah. get your stuff together and figure this out, get yeah. yourself fixed, go to BSSM. Check, check this out, right? So calling the first disciples, right? He approaches them. He says, they're washing their nets. He comes, he goes, hey, let me go on your boat, blah, blah, blah. He goes, let, let your nets down for a catch, right? And so he, he calls them out of their job to go and catch fish, right? And, and in that, he's reaching out and saying, will you obey me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like you've already, you've fished for the day. Right. Will you, like, go back and obey me? And you hear them complain, like, Lord, we've come. We've already done it. We've, we've tried. Done. <laughs> yeah, we've been fishing all night. But because you say so, we will let our nets down. Like, that's the first step. And, and, it, and it's like, hey, will you run with me? And, and you go, yeah, either yes, I will, or no, I won't. Or like, oh, let's just wait and see. Or right. wait and see, like, or give me a sign, Jesus. No, because you will let our nets down for a catch, for, for a catch, <laughs> for a catch of fish. We'll let our nets down, and they, they do. And the Bible says the nets begin to break. They, fill, they call partners. They fill right. both boats so full. And in the day of greatest financial blessing that they have ever had, he says, leave it all. And there's a cost in that. You know, so it was a calling in the middle of nowhere. It was a test to see if they were obedient. Bam, and then bam. it was even a more of a financial radical test to see, to see would they actually walk away from the biggest financial blessing Ooh. ever? Yeah. Would they walk away and follow me? I've never and even thought of it that business, way. Right. Leave, just, it, they could have set sail the next day, sold the fish, and like been on their journey. Jesus was like, okay, no, leave your boats. Leave the financial blessing. Follow me. Boom. Get to work. Get to work. Yeah. It's time to work as fisher of men. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, I'll now make you a fisher of men. Boom. And they're just like, I'm let's go. You. I'm following you. Let's go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so 21st century says you can have it all. And I agree. Like, I'm not saying that right. you can't. But I, I, I see Jesus still doing the same thing today with people and people going, uh, well, let me just get my house in order. 
He said that too when he called disciples. Like, I'm just saying when he calls you, you better run and you better run hard at him and do whatever he says. Right. And I think that is the thing. It's like we beautifully we're like, oh, like all this. Hooray, 21st century. But at the end of the day, like when he calls, it's like you you go. Like you go. Yeah. Like you beautifully go mm-hmm. and you follow. Right. And it's it's tough, right? I mean, I say it's tough. It's really not that complicated, probably. But I think when stuff gets, you know, whatever the word I'm looking for is, it, it gets in the way. It's, you know, we think, oh, these people need this process. This is a yeah. process they need. They need to go here to be equipped. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never see the disciples going through a Bible school. And again, not against Bible schools. I've been no. to a harvest school. No. My, my fear. So whenever I talk like this, I this thing in the back of my mind, and maybe this <laughs> is like the enemy or like my own insecurities. Right. But this thing in the back of my mind goes, there's like a 16-year-old listening to this that's going to walk up to the youth group and be like, I'm out. I'm going to go. You know, and it's like, and that's an unhealthy right. response too. Totally. So we need to we need to find a balance of living in community, right? Listening to your mothers and fathers in the sure. faith, being surrounded by really healthy people. Right. But at the same time, when you do hear the call to Father, when you do hear Jesus call you, you run, and the people that are with you are like, "That's him, go, go." Like, sure, you do that. there's a safety net yeah. of that because there's mm-hmm. a balance. I mean, I think when I talk about it too, I always go like, <laughs> "Oh no, who's the kid that's going to be right, like, I'm moving to the Congo," the yeah. and you're like, "No." Yeah. Like, hold on. Yeah, like, like, you need to, like... You need to, like, graduate high school first. Or, like, learn how to serve and clean right. up your life. And It's yeah. true. And there's a place for that. And I think it is beautiful. But I, I do think that it is that beautiful thing of, like, nonetheless, go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. Um, with the safety net of people, community, family, and the beautiful balance of all of that. Mm-hmm. Because... I think sometimes we get caught up in waiting. And that's why I love talking. Like totally. our tribe is all about like. All about the wait. All about the wait. Yeah. Oh, we wait upon, we're just waiting upon you, God. And I it, love that. There's some Because there is something to it. Right. But, but there's also this like passive aggressive. Yeah. There's usually like, an excuse not to go. And you talk yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. You talk yourself out of the very thing that you've been crying out for. And I yeah. see so many people struggling with that. And I'm like. Ah! Well, I think people are crying out to be used by God. Mm. But they, they want to do it in a context that makes sense to them. And they want to do it in a context that, that people will understand. And they want to do it in a context where they have bank accounts full of money. They want to do it in a context where they understand, <laughs> sure. where, where they have all the whole game plan figured out. And Jesus, when you see him calling the disciples, uh, you don't see that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, I, I, I hate like, I hate like, validating everything with like but don't do this and like the reality is read the word right sure get in the word follow the examples of of jesus as he called people forth Mm -hmm. right as he brought them into their calling and their destiny and every single example they were stretched they were prodded they were pushed out of their comfort zone that it was never it was never a comfortable thing for any of them yeah at any time and so and so i don't want people to be un. Like, I don't want people to be uncomfortable, but the reality is that is the way that you grow. That's the way that Jesus uh, disciples. Yeah. When it, I think, I think, I'm trying to think, I'm pretty sure it was you, but it's like, don't confuse the like comfort with the goodness of God. Yeah. Because they're not the same. Like, we want to define goodness by like, right. this is much as my bank account. I figured it out. These are the right. details. Plan A, blah, blah. And sometimes you don't get any of that. Yeah. Sometimes you get a one word. 
And, and like we say this a lot, but it's like you gave him your yes. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take you up on it. Yeah. Like it will be tested. It will be challenged. It has to be. He tests those that he loves. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he tests the disciples. The Bible even says that he, he you know, a multiplication of loaves and fishes. He asks and is already having in mind what he wanted to right. do. Right. So he knows what he wants to do, but he goes and goes, hey, what are, how are you going to respond in this scenario, in this situation? Yeah, uh, his goodness is 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 abundant regardless of your feelings, or or your circumstance. His good now his goodness can represent your that your feelings totally. and, and your circumstance, but his goodness is there in prison. You see that with the disciples as right. they're, as they're worshiping in the middle of being jailed. Right, his goodness is 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 there. His goodness is with Peter as he's pulling him up out of the water. Right. Yeah. Like in the middle of sinking. That's his goodness. His goodness is also calling him out of his boat. Right. Right? Like that's his goodness. And so if you can if you can't if you just have to be careful if you go his goodness is my physical comfort. Cuz even though it can include that, it is not uh, It's exclusive. not the end all. No. It's not just that. And if you can find his goodness when you're jailed, if you can find his goodness when you're when you're persecuted, then come on, you can come run with us. Right, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. so come on now. The, the, we, we're surrounded with a tribe of missionaries who, who, who practice this. Right. You know, we were talking about some before. I don't want to name any because, you know, I hate doing that, but there's some that you're just like, oh, my God, you know him, you know yep. Jesus, you, you've lost family, you've lost friends, you've lost right. finance, you've lost it all, and yet you're giving yourself on the front lines to the poor, the sick, the needy, the broken, with more joy than almost any leader I've ever met or been around. Totally. And it's like, and you go, man, you got it. Even though you might not have what the world looks looks look at looks as as riches or a mm-hmm. manifestation of the goodness of God, you have it in spades. And 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 I, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna be at a dis you're gonna be sitting closer <laughs> to him than I will. And, yeah. yeah. Well, and with, uh, what I love about it is that those people that we're referring to, like, they're not like boasting in it. They're not like, like, no. it's just, no. they do this for Jesus. Right. And that's like. Okay. So think about this, right? And, and, oh, I didn't, I just it. interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, there, there's, uh, there's a verse. Oh man. I, I didn't bring my, my Bible's in my truck. Um, uh, I believe it's Timothy. No, it's uh, Jesus' brother, James. James says, true religion is tending to the orphan and the widow and to keep oneself uh, undefiled by the world. Um, that I had a friend that did their doctoral study on this, and I love this, so this isn't mine, but, but they said that verse is much better translated. True religion is tending to the orphan and the widow, and, and as you do that, it keeps you undefiled by the world. And you see this, right? There's an act of service, an act of doing the works of God, doing the work, giving yourself fully into the calling of God, into the lifestyle right. of of sacrifice. Tending to the orphan and the widow is taking care of those who aren't yours. Aren't, it is yeah. sacrifice. It it's joy, it's love, but it is you're doing you're doing the job that somebody else should have done. Right. right? Yep. So you're doing the sacrificial role in love to him and in that as you give of yourself, as you lay down your own desires. It, you actually keep yourself undefiled by the world. And, and I love that. Like, I love how Paul Paul says um, in Acts 20-something, he's standing trial 23, 22, something like that, 24. 
he's standing trial, and they said, Paul, what did you preach? He says, I preached the gospel of repentance and that every, that every man would turn to God and prove their repentance by their deeds, right? So in the turning to God, in the full devotion to him, your, your life looks like something in right. an act of obedience. So I, when, like, I don't want to go all the way back, but when you're, when you're just focused on yourself, mm-hmm. you growing, your calling, and you forget that we're supposed to fully give, it is in that act of giving your life away where you draw closer to him, where, you, where, you, where we get a chance to prove right. our, our, our faith out, where we get a chance mm-hmm. to draw near to him in a way that you can only do in an act of service, which you can't do, uh, I don't know, like just sitting in a pew. It's, you yeah. know, like it, it, you well, feel no, like it, I'm going to offend so many people. But it's, it's I don't know, Whatever, the gospel, whatever. the gospel it's, has teeth and it has feet. And love looks like something. That's like one of the things. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it needs to be that thing where it's like you're you freely you see, freely you mm-hmm. give. So it has to come out somehow. As you give like, yourself away, though, it is it is entering to a place of being discipled, right? When somebody steals from you, right? You have a choice. You're like, uh, either I'm going to forgive, or you know, mm-hmm. or I'm going to I'm going to hang on to this and get embittered. And there's nothing like being on the field. Being a missionary, sure. giving yourself away, serving the orphan and the widow, <laughs> right? Where where that stuff just those opportunities for offense and oh man, they come up a lot more than I would say just like being a dad and like living my life, right? Like driving my kids to school and back. I do have to forgive a lot, but <laughs> but there's a difference. There's a difference in in, sure. in lifestyle uh, when you when you fully serve. Totally, and I, but I think that's the thing. It's like like yeah. Oh my gosh, I doesn't like make you so holier. Much. I want to say that, but. Well, yeah, but I think it is that thing where it's like you, there's something in like when all of that transpires, the calling, like when you get called out, you follow, there's something that compels you to give yourself away. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the piece where it's like, I love about your story. I love it about many people's story where it's like, boom, and then it compelled you get up. It's time to work. Yeah. It's time to go. Okay. It's time to go get the harvest. Yeah. It's time to be a laborer. It's time to follow. Come and on. follow is action. Yeah. Follow isn't always, and I understand there's seasons of waiting, right? right? Like, hello, like, you know, those who wait on the Lord, like, uh, obviously. Yes. But within that, They're it's not, not a passive. About, like laying on a pillow for a year. <laughs> right. And, like, and just being like, I'm just going to sew into myself. Right? I'm going like, to soak the, for yeah. the next year. And there's nothing wrong with soaking. No, it's just, it's I love just, soaking. It's just unto, unto him, unto giving your life away. Jesus modeled it. He modeled yep. uh, fully receiving from the Father. And he modeled giving giving that away, and in the middle, staying full as he gave it away. What? Yeah. Oh, that's like a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> where it's like he stayed full because yeah. he was giving. Totally, it's totally available. A lot of people pull out. They need you know seasons into sewing themselves, seasons into sewing, and like I get that. There's times that I've done that, but you can actually stay full as you go. Right, which is so it's, fully full. Yep, fully full and pouring out all yeah. at the same time, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful. I feel like there's moments where I feel it in my own life. Right. Like I don't know if I've caught it for longevity, but there's yeah. definitely moments where I'm like empty, like I'm being emptied, but at the same time, it's just like this, I don't know, it's wild. It's yeah. the weirdest, crazy, coolest feeling. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. then you're like, well, how come that's not there now? And it's like, okay, like let's check in here, yeah. whatever. Did I help you answer the 21st century thing? <laughs> have we Have we done that? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think so. I think it's just been more like, 
it's just kind of an idea of topic. It okay. is not like a we have to answer this question. Okay. It was I think what I wanted to talk to you about was answered essentially, just because I think that I think what I, what I love about your story and just like traveling with you and things is just that we can tend to be the people because whether it's because we're missionaries or just we see someone said this the other day at, when we were at your class. They're like, I love talking to missionaries because they actually have a grasp of many views and mm-hmm. like outside of just a Western yeah. culture. Um, so we see it in a broader yeah. scale, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, so I love bringing you on because you bring, yeah, you just bring it in a different yeah. angle. And I think it's needed. I think about that a lot um, in, in the context of the Bakers, Heidi and Rollin. Mm-hmm. And because I, you know, I've, I've served with Randy Clark, who uh, is one of the greatest generals of the faith. Yeah. Uh, history books will be written about him, and and I and I watch how far he's gone in obedience, and I look at the bakers and I and I go, God, like why are they, why are they like? Of course you're using them, and I and I see the fruit, but they have something that most ministers don't have. Most people don't have. I'm not saying it's better, but they sure. have uh, a view on um, theology, right? Both. Both have degrees in systematic theology. Right. Uh, King's College for Heidi. I, I think Rowling got his in Regent. Um, so they, they both have the theology part. Uh, they're both yeah. church planters. They've planted thousands of churches. So they have that church planting part as well. They've witnessed a, a full-blown revival. Like just that alone, most people, right. most ministers never get to see get it. They, to see they've, that. They've sure. witnessed and stewarded for years a revival that has shaken and shaped not just one nation, but there's mm-hmm. other ones. That totally. Have, but just in Mozambique alone has shaped that nation. They are both <laughs> international speakers, right? They're both authors, right? They're both like, they're both uh, leading movements, right? Yep. So so it's a lot of people, they just see one aspect. And I think one of the reasons why when Heidi and Roland um, when God really put favor on them years ago, mm-hmm. um, the reason, one of the reasons why is because they can speak into all of it. They can right. literally speak so into all of it. And for somebody to have the context of serving the poor, you know, speaking to the, gl- the church globally, writing books, planning churches, to have that, that full spectrum, I think it brings something that is really that the world was really reaching out for, right? And they and God used them to really fill in this necessary piece, at least in our movement. I know sure. there's other movements totally. of other people and voices, but but there was this there was this huge thrust onto what they were carrying because it was like this missing piece. Yeah. Because where a lot of it was the church, or a lot of it was ourselves, right? Like they they were like, no, die, die yeah. to yourself, give your mm-hmm. life away. Love looks like something, and and in that, I think their voice their voice really shook. Oh, it woke up a part of, yeah, yeah, I think it woke up people. Yeah. It's inside of you. You mm-hmm. can't you can't read the scripture and listen to the stories of disciples of Jesus and book of Acts. You can't read that and just get to the crux where it's like, give your life away. And just like, oh, well, it was, it was just only for them. You know, like there's right. only so many times you can do that where you start shutting down the voice of the Holy Spirit, igniting truth in Scripture. And when you see someone carrying that, 
Like when you see it's, Heidi get up and be like, just go and love. Uh-huh. You're like, ah, I've been reading this my whole life. Like right? I've been reading this It comes word. alive. And you're like, yeah. I've been pushing it down. I've been making excuses yeah. for it. And and yes, I will go. And it took that little blonde haired lady uh, right. with radical love and a fervor for the Lord to to ignite that in people. And And I think... It's so beautiful. We need more voices like that. I could never be that voice. Yeah. You know, you need people like that. And only people that are walking in that have that authority. Well, yeah, that's the thing is like anybody could talk about it. But when you get up and you see somebody that's lived it and you see somebody that's living it and is like, it's like pulling that thing out of you that you know is there. Like, because like you said, it's one thing to read it and be like, oh, this was them. This is back there. It's still for today. Like he's still totally, breathing on totally. hearts. He's still yeah. kicking people in the rib cage yeah. saying, get to work. Like, you yeah. know, and, and get up and go. Like, let's go together. Yeah. The invitation's still there. Yep. You know? Yeah, I love it because <laughs> I, it I've gets, never actually like thought of that until like I've thought of it, and, but I've never pieced, pieced it, it together. together. Yeah. It was that, yeah. I mean, that's wild. <laughs> Yay for moments. You're, it's just saying. Oh, Lord. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Screen. This is the this is the title of the thing. Just saying. Okay. Anyways. We got it. We got it. Um, Matt's like, what I are tried to doing? make Matt laugh. I just got one chuckle out of him. Nope. A no. chuckle and a beard right. scratch. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, well, um, I would love to have you pray however you want to pray over whoever's listening. Because I, I do think this is a topic that um, you were going to ask me questions, though. Well, I'm going to ask you okay. after you pray. But I felt like just bringing you on to say, like, hey, like this thing is for today still. And yeah. the invitation's still going yeah. to whoever's listening to this, yeah. that there's something great on the inside of yeah. you. And, hey, throw your nets out mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Go deeper this time. Throw your nets out yeah. deeper. So to pray over that. Let's and do then, that. Yeah. Let me just say something quick. Do I, it. I, you know, I, uh, right currently, as of today, I'm, I'm in a different season than I was the mm-hmm. first 10 years of my life. Um, but I know what it's like to be 16, 15, 17, 18, hearing a message and, and that desire, that, that Christ-centered, life-giving desire to go and to sow and pour out. I know what that feels like. Right. And I want to encourage everybody that's listening. Jesus... He calls, he calls you deeper. He calls you out. He calls you further. And he's, he's looking for a yes. He's, he's always looking for a yes. So as you hear his voice, work through it with him. Right. But, but as you give yourself to him, he's always calling you in. And I want to encourage anyone that's watching, you know, respond to his call. Uh, that that doesn't have to look like the big. It doesn't have to look no. like the most extravagant. What it has to look like is obedience. Currently, my wife, uh, once a week, she goes down and ministers to homeless people. They bring sandwiches. And, and in the season that my wife is in, being a mom, being a wife, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the time that she makes for that and that call, that call that's in her. There always is a response and there's always availability to, to give and sow and pour and love on the poor, the sick, the sure. needy, and the broken, always around you. So don't wait for Africa. Don't wait right. for yeah. South America. Uh, and, and But but respond. Respond Somehow. Or, around you. Respond right. Know your neighbors. You. Know your neighbors. I mean, that's huge. Yep. And and get out there and and love. I, 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 yeah. So in that, 
that, that thing that the Lord has put inside of you, I really believe um, he's going to move on you. And I believe that, that he's going to call you further. I believe he's going to call you out and that his voice is going to shine so clear in the middle of that. There won't be a big guessing game or a question mark. Okay, let me pray for you guys. Father, I just thank you for everyone listening right now uh, to, to us. Lord, uh, let it not just be our words, mm-hmm. Jesus, but would it be your words spoken directly to the hearts of every man, woman, and child listening right now. Jesus, you are worthy. You are the pearl of great price. And Lord, I ask God, that you would call them out of their boats, God, that you would call them deeper and that you would you would walk them into this amazing journey that you've laid out for each and every one listening in Jesus' mighty name. And Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you are, you are the one that calls us out. You're the one that speaks to hearts. So Holy Spirit, I ask that you would speak to each and every heart right now that they would know your voice and they would encounter your presence as they run and give their lives away for the sake of this glorious gospel. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Awesome. Amen. Amen. Cool. So I have a question for you. Is it to pray again? Uh, no, because nope. that's okay. a statement. <laughs> <laughs> pray right now. <laughs> yes. Flowing words of knowledge. Lord, Go. Father, thank you for that pizza. Wh- hey. <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird piece of pizza. It was strange. You, did you finish yours? No. Okay. It was pineapple. And jalapenos. Jalapeno. You should know that. Obviously. Especially from oh. your background. <laughs> you were going to bring this and up then, again. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, some buffalo chicken. It was a weird combo. The buffalo chicken kind of threw me. I was like, okay. What are the questions? Um, so my question for you, I ask everyone, is if you could have any three people. My wife. Uh, smart answer. <laughs> you don't even know the question. Go for it. Um, if you could have any three people, living or dead, in this season of your life, at this table, mm. in the green room, talking to them, who would they be? So there's some obvious, like, Jesus is the okay. one. Okay. Well, I yeah. That. So are we are we including that? No, yeah. because basically what I try to tell everybody is that, obviously, you'd want Jesus, Holy Spirit, okay. God. You'd yeah. want them there. Yeah. So we'll just say they're already there. Yeah. <laughs> so Moses, 100% Moses. Why? 100%. Because he had an intimacy with God that uh, is... Unlike the Bible describes his love for God and God's love for him in a way that I desire more than anything else. Was Moses the one that he said was the meekest? No, most humble or something? I don't remember. Maybe. Shoot. Shay, you, rule number one is don't bring it up unless you can back it up with scripture. Um, well, anyways. Moses? I think 100%. he was, though. I, I, don't, I, think... I don't remember. Um, there's a bunch. Uh, I would like to... Definitely, um, Kanye West. No, no. I, no, I mean, well. uh, no. Um, <laughs> dead or alive? Both. It could be both, or it could be one or the other. Whatever. Um, Moses, hundred percent. I'm a big Peter fan. Like, I, mean, I pretty much. Uh, I just want to hang out with him. Not. I don't want to like ask him questions. I want to. I want to know what Peter's personality was like. That would be like. Like, was really? he fun to hang out with? Right. Could he, like, was he, I feel what like. What do you feel like he would I feel be? like Peter had a, like, a tick of ADD. <laughs> like, I feel like Peter was like, Bloop. like, he was always, like, life of the party. Right. That's, like, my thoughts. Well, I no, know. I think, I'm curious, because I think when I 
when I think of Peter and what mm-hmm. I would assume he was like, it would be like that as well. Yeah. I'm I, curious. I it, really, yeah. I dig, I dig, I dig him. Um, blah, 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 dead or alive. There's a bunch of, um, I mean, I have my, I have my non-Christian ones. Which that, is fine. I'd love to sit down with Bill Gates for like a long time. I, have I you been watching his thing on a little um, bit, a little bit, but I find him very, very interesting. I would love to, um, I would really love to, yeah. Oh man, there's so there's many. There's so many. There's so many. Right. There's so many that I really, that I really like. So yeah, Bill Gates. Um, I, I definitely Paul. I would love for Paul. Did to I heard clarify. that Paul was like a tiny person? Uh, like short. Zacchaeus was. Um, <laughs> a wee little know, man. Yeah, and and uh, and Zacchaeus. Fun fun fact: most people believe that the thirteenth. Uh, apostle was Zacchaeus. What? Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, it's it's like it's not a fact, but some people believe it. There's a, some, okay. a lot of old scriptures that everybody uh, go Google the, that. The name of what was the name of the the thirteenth? They cast lots and it fell on not Malachi. Um, it was. Um, doesn't don't matter. bring up things you don't know. Oh about. gosh, oh. I do know it though. I'm just having a little bit of a brain uh, thing. Uh, actually, there's one other person that I would like to meet. Who? Uh, Mary. A hundred percent. Which I've Mary? actually thought about this. Uh, Jesus' mom. Okay. And the reason is, and I've thought about this. Like I'm, uh, like, I'm excited to hear your answer. I want to know. So the Lord, the Bible says that she was highly favored, and 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 I want to know what a 16 year old has to do, look like, act like, be like, in order for the Creator of the universe to bring forth a son through that life. Damn. I want to know. I want to cuz I got 13-year-olds. <laughs> I, Are they I highly favored? Like I honestly like this is something I've thought about. What was she like? Uh-huh. Where the Lord was like, my eyes are on this one little girl. Dang. I and I I want to know what she did. I want to know how she was raised. I want to know. Yeah, I I want to know. That, that would be cool. I'd love to interview her. So Mary, there's a no, reason why a, ma- a, a major part of, you know, there's a reason why she's wor- worshipped. It's not just because she gave birth to Jesus, right? I mean, that's, I mean, of course, that's the main thrust, but, but, but there's probably other contexts yeah, that like, play think into about that. It. Like, literally, think about it. Out of every single human on planet Earth, God, God goes, that girl, that little girl, I trust she's her. She's the one. That's crazy. Like, think about that. She's That's the one. wild, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna change everything through her. Through her, right? yeah, there, yeah. What kind so of love? Be like, man, living? what is she doing all day? Right, like, what do you picture her doing? I have no idea. That's the thing. Like, she wasn't playing Xbox. Like, she was, <laughs> she was <laughs> highly favored. Right, she was pure. She was, like, I just want to know what that looks like. I would love to know. Now right? you got me on a. You got think me it. thinking. Matt, think about it. Let us know. You don't want to know that? I would As love like to know. A, I've never literally thought about it. If I was a woman, it. I'd be like, I want to know well, I'm picturing what that looks like. Heck yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think I'm sitting here going, what do I picture that as? Most I mean, obviously, yeah, she wasn't sitting around playing Xbox. But was she like lost in the glory? Was she like... I don't think so. Or was she just like normal? Like, I don't know. I'm like, 
yeah, like it moved. It, like that's crazy. It's it's an awesome thought process. I would want to meet her. I would want to meet like sixteen year old her. Yeah. And just like watch. Like you could if you could sit and then I like and watch like her know live. What what it was like to let her son go. I would want to know. I would like want to sit with her in her old age and be like glean like let me just glean. tell me things tell me all the things gosh yeah because she raised uh i mean not only jesus but she raised james and james is just a firecracker right and there's just a lot that that one w- woman had like anyway it's good i love that answer <laughs> i think i'm gonna have to go home and think about it now i'm like whoa okay yeah. i never i don't know if she would have made my list joseph not so much <laughs> he's not on my list mary <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, sorry, Joseph. <laughs> He's like, man. He's like, it's fine. I didn't get that much of the story, anyways. <laughs> you hear Mary later on, like, and then where'd Joseph go? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Guess he's making something. He's I don't know. Making chairs. I just picture him always making chairs. <laughs> I'm just making another chair like, today. I'm just making a chair today, doing my thing. <laughs> How's this chair, well, Mary? It's really good. I got yeah. this chair over That's it. it. Joseph love you, Shanks. Anyways, love you. Green Room. Green thanks room. for coming on. Thanks and for coming on. Yeah. You're for, set on my. On. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> thanks for sharing. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. We're going to close it with Go Ahead from Siri and Matt's phone. So, well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out, Will. And thanks for watching Just Shane in the Green Room. Yeah. Go check out the Green Room. Uh, Matt, what Matt. is happening? Is that my phone? It's That's my phone. Siri's talking to you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, okay. I think we should end. Okay. On that. Okay, we're going to end on that. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>